0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoke and audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
1: This is your moment,
0: your time to shine, your comeback. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Did you weather the pandemic storm and stick with your employer over the last couple of years? Well, you could be underpaid. The hot job market and the great resignation has led to a lot of movement and forced employers to lure new candidates with bigger paychecks. Aki Ito, senior correspondent at Business Insider, joins us for how the salaries of new hires are, on average, 7% higher than existing workers. Thanks for joining us, Aki. Thanks for having me on. Well, here's an interesting question. You wrote up an article about how much could you be paying for your loyalty at work? There's been a lot of moving parts throughout the great resignation. We've been hearing a lot of the stories, people leaving their current jobs for something better, uh, hopefully higher paying or with a better work-life balance. You know, a lot of people really want to do that work-from-home thing. But we also heard stories about how much power the employee had. You know, employers were, uh, you know, desperate for workers and they were doing everything they could, you know, offering a lot of benefits and perks, offering a lot higher salaries. And so this question comes up now, now that the dust has settled a little bit now, you know, what happens to the people that stayed at their jobs throughout all of this compared to the people that were moving all these jobs? And we're seeing in a couple places that you know, the newer employees are being hired in with a higher salary, leaving the people that stayed at the job kind of falling behind. So Aki, tell us a little bit more about it and what we're seeing with this.
1: Over the past year, the job market has just been so incredibly hot that employers have had to just throw these huge salaries at new candidates just to get them to come work for them. And that's distorted, you know, the salaries across organizations because these new hires are getting paid so much more than what uh, existing employees are getting paid. You would think that, you know, kind of in a perfect world, it would be the opposite. The veteran employees would get paid a little bit more because they've already proven themselves, because they already know their organizations well. You know, they should be rewarded for their loyalty. But what's happening right now in this current economy is the exact opposite.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you look to industries like uh, tech and finance, right? There's always a lot of money flowing around through there. But they do have some estimates on how much some of these new hires are making. There's a compensation data provider. They're called Labor IQ. They estimate that salaries for new hires are 7% higher on average than the median pay for people that have stuck around in, in some of these jobs in some of these industries. That's a big pay disparity.
1: It is. And that's across the entire economy, across all occupations. When you look at some of the really in-demand jobs in tech or in finance, these gaps can be much larger. For example, uh, one job we looked at in the story was the job of IT managers. The gap between new hires and existing employees in that occupation is 20%. So, you know, that's a difference of tens of thousands of dollars in some of these jobs, which means that, you know, if you haven't switched jobs in the Great Resignation, you're probably leaving a lot of money on the table.
0: There's some names that they put to this phenomenon that's happening. So we're talking about the job switchers and the job stayers. And in one part, uh, they call it salary compression. This is when the gap starts to narrow on this. Uh, But it can move all the way to a salary inversion where the new hires are making more money than the veteran workers.
1: The broad term that uh, compensation professionals use is salary compression, which is a little bit confusing in this context because we're talking about a gap that's opening up a gap that's becoming bigger and bigger. But kind of when you go back to what we talked about before, what you think should happen in an ideal economy veteran employees should get paid more than the new hires. When that gap starts to get smaller, you call that traditionally salary compression. And in a really extreme scenario, like what we're seeing right now, where the new hires are getting paid more than existing employees, that's called salary inversion
0: you know one of the things obviously that we saw without the or throughout the great resignation and all the you know insinu- ensuing stuff that was happening in the job markets is this greater push this kind of movement for pay transparency you know there was this a uh, great story about someone leaving their job she she went on twitter and said hey if anybody's applying for my job just know that This is how much I got paid. You should ask for more and for whatever perk. And, you know, it blew up at that point. But this is what's happening right now. People talk. People are getting the hint of who's making what and how much. And for the employer, uh, I like the way you wrote it up, too. I mean, there's a a very simple option. You just pay everybody more. But it's also an expensive thing. And that's tough for a lot of businesses to do.
1: I mean, the pay transparency thing is huge because, I mean, it's not just people randomly posting their salaries on Twitter. It's also, you know, some governments are starting to force employers to post pay ranges in the job openings. These job openings are public to everybody, including to the people in companies that already have that job. So you know, you could just look at that job opening and be like, hey, this range is, you know, above what I'm getting paid. That gives the employee, you know, some leverage to negotiate for higher pay. And so when disparities exist, but you have that kind of transparency, employers are forced to close that gap. So, so this move towards greater pay transparency is really huge.
0: And for some of the companies that are noticing this, they're seeing it, right? They are making some changes, uh, pay scale, which deals with you know, compensation data, right? They provide some of that data to their employees and everything like that. They're raising wages on some things. Microsoft is a big company that took a look at this and said, hey, we need to adjust how much we're paying people. So they're increasing salaries for, uh, you know, high higher performers. A lot of other companies are maybe giving some bonuses or something just so that those existing employees, those people that stayed with them, aren't getting disgruntled, you know, aren't feeling like they've just been left out in the lurch.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the last year, the big focus really has been on, you know, trying to find new workers, right? It's been on talent acquisition. And I really think increasingly the conversation is going to move to talent retention about keeping existing employees. You know, raising everybody's pay is expensive, but perhaps it's less expensive than losing your most talented employees and, you know, having to spend the next six months trying to look for somebody who you can hire, who you're going to have to pay a big salary because they're a new hire anyway.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I know some employers are going to just go with the uh, let's stay quiet and see if anybody notices. But, you know, on the (laughs) flip side of things, right, uh, being overpaid does have its risks once things do settle down. And once workflow gets back to normal, you know, things happen. Sometimes they're the first people to get cut at that point. So a very interesting look, something I had been very curious about, and it's starting to play out definitely now. Aki, Ito, Senior Correspondent at Business Insider. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride.